Welcome back. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. And we are agents with Coldwell Banker Seward Realtors in Wisconsin Rapids. So we're back at this. We're back. New year, more podcasts. New year, new us. This seems to be the the new phrase in the office. New year, new you. We got a new, we're out of a cubicle and we're actually into a proper office with the door, which is exciting. It's like we made our home. It's getting there. It is getting there. So we're also on video, so you guys can follow us on the YouTube with Excellent. this one. Yeah. Eventually, you might get back into live streaming again, so that's pretty fun. That will be. So the market is picking up. We're getting kind of that spring back in the air. So people are starting to get back out and get interested in, you know, finding a house. Well, the holidays are over. So it's always really tough during that Thanksgiving, Christmas period where we have a lot of family over. We've got to get the house ready. we got to go do all this stuff. Looking at homes kind of goes off to the side just a little bit. And then usually come January, everyone's like, okay, now we're ready. We can go and we can do this. And they are. And they are. So we're starting to get more calls, getting more interest in looking at houses. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting excited again. Yes. Which means this is a good time to list, right? Yes, it is. And it's like the perfect time to list because when we're looking at homes in a particular price range, right now we may only be looking at five or six. Your home is going to get more exposure because there's not that many homes out there. But come March, April, May, that same price range, we now may be looking at 15 to 20 homes. And then your home gets lost in in the mix. So getting the house on the market now is actually the best thing. So that way the house gets looked at by more people. It has less competition out there. That too. And we're we're still in kind of a, uh, not a crisis with, you know, a housing crisis. We don't want to use that, but it's certainly not. But we do have low inventory. Right. We still are looking at that shortage. So again, it's really important to know that, price range that you're looking in. So that way we can narrow it down quicker because we may be only be looking at five or six homes. And if we're in the wrong price range, we could miss out on something. So even new homes coming on the market, it's really important that we get them in there now and get them priced right. So that way they get the most exposure and get sold for the best price possible. And I think we do still have some frustrated buyers if they're coming in to the market, they're looking at uh, their price range and we only have 10 houses to show and they might be getting frustrated. One of the things that you can do to prepare is certainly go and get your financing sorted out. That way you know exactly how far you can go, which way or the other, and then really get your list narrowed down so that you know what compromises you're willing to make. Right. And that's really important because if we're looking at you know, the prices in that 90,000, but we know that we can go up to 130. But if we can find a home in that 120 range, we can save you a couple bucks and find you a better home that's going to suit your needs a little bit more. And then on the flip side, we don't want you to be looking at a home that's 150 and you've been only approved for 120 because now we got our heart set on this is what we're looking for. This is exactly what we want, but it doesn't fit the budget. And even if the people aren't working with us specifically, here's a tip to talk to your agent and say, hey, I know I told you my max was 70000 Why don't you look at the ones in the $72,000 range? Maybe bump it up just that little bit more. Um, and it's with the algorithms that we have in our, in our computer systems. So it, it might cap out a certain amount and only give you 
those listings, but if you tag it up just a little bit more, you might have some more opportunity. Maybe you find a house that's technically a little bit more expensive, but been sitting on the market for a while. And those those sellers may be willing to take a lower price just because it's been on the market for a long time and we're able to, to find something that's going to fit your needs. So we always kind of look at, you know, what are you willing to fix up? There's a, we're okay with a little bit of modification, but then there's a line in the sand where it's like, nope, this is too much work for us. We're not willing to go in a house in this direction. So kind of learning some of those things is really important. And just being able to just communicate, you know, tell us. If you tell us, hey, you know what, we really don't like this house, we're not going to get offended. We're not going to go, oh my gosh, we thought this would be the perfect one. We're listening to you and what you want. So you walk into a home and you're there for 30 seconds and you're like, nope, this is not it. We can very easily turn around and walk out and it's okay. It's a learning process. Mm -hmm. and. We want to do the best to help all of our clients. So definitely, that feedback is a must. Let's see. So we did take some house, uh, a house tour on Wednesday and our uh, office staff meeting. We headed down to Plover Road, just outside of town. Yeah, just almost on the corner of, of 80th or U, County Road U. Mm -hmm. So we went to go look at that uh, three-bedroom home. It sits on close to an acre. So you're looking at something that it's going to need some some love it's going to need some fixing up. So it's going to be one of those things where if you're the handyman special, this would be the house for you. And it's, you know, very nice price budget. Yeah, it's just under 40000 So you get a 1,000 square feet of house for just under $40,000. It's, it's quite the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, something to, to keep in mind are those investors who are out there who just, you know what, I need something to fix up. Everyone's always looking for a house to tinker with. So mm -hmm. it'd be a perfect opportunity there. And that again goes back to our discussion of what's your level that you're comfortable with. Are you at paintbrush level or sawzall level or concrete work level? Right. You know, and it also, you know, let's look at what's available for the house. So if it's a two bath house and you can remodel one bathroom at a time, that way you have a working functioning bathroom. Or are you going to go, okay, you know, we can go a weekend, but that's it. A weekend is it. I'm going to go out of town. My husband's going to stay there. He's going to get it all fixed up. When I come back, it's all going to be working. So, or, or are you in a position right now where you can stay where you're at for an extra month or two while you do the renovations, get it the way you like? Mm -hmm. um, this time of year poses some problems for going on showings and showing your house well. So if you're a seller and we've got your house listed and you, you want to make the best of it, we talked about this a little bit before, but temperature of the house. Yeah, we want to make sure that it's nice and nice and warm. So, you know, if, if it's going to be a vacant house, keeping the house at 55 degrees is really good. But before a showing, we really want to try to crank that up at least to 65 or 68, something like that. We can go back and turn it back down. So, But we want that, that house to be warm. Mm -hmm. So when people's looking at it, they're not trying to figure out, okay, I should have brought an extra layer of clothes to look at this house. It's going to give the house a totally different feel. And time of day is important. So it's getting dark still, you know, about 530. Yeah. Making ish. sure that the outside lights are turned on. If there's outside lights shining in the back, in the backyard, making sure that's well lit. So that way when newer, new homeowners want to come take a look at your house and they want to see what that backyard looks like, 
we don't need to come back for a second showing all the backyard lights will be turned on. And that way you can show that backyard as well as you can. It's cold out. So if you're a buyer, make sure you wear appropriate clothing, especially you want to take a look outside. You want to walk around the house. I mean, mm -hmm. it's going to be your house. So I, I think one thing that we'd also would want to kind of hit up as far as a, a buyer, just kind of down on being when we said appropriate clothing, you know, most people don't think of their shoes. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to, we're going to be going into people's homes. So we always want to make sure we take off our shoes. So having slip on or slip off shoes is really, it, it helps. Yeah. It's, it's more convenient than anything else. So if you have those boots that you can quickly slip over the top, you know, go that route, you know, slip on shoes are always really good. That way we're not trying to find a chair to sit on to untie the shoes. And then it just kind of takes long. We want to be respectful of the seller's home. So taking off the shoes is usually just something we do. And especially with all the snow that's out there, we don't want to leave a huge mess. And it could be your next house. So you could be the one that's making a mess in your house. Some people are okay with that. Other people really aren't. Right. So just, you know, when we talk about appropriate clothes, you know, making sure that we have some boots, some slip-on boots or. And then if you take your hats and gloves off, try not to forget them in the house. But if you do, that's okay. Give us a call. We'll go back to the house and retrieve them for you. We can always do that. Bring flashlights. Yeah. Like I said, you want to definitely take a look at the outside of the house, or it might be a vacant house that doesn't have extra lights in it. Well, even downstairs, when you're trying to look in those nooks and crannies that may not have the best lighting, and we're trying to find out whether or not the basement has any water leakage, that extra that extra light is usually pretty good. Cell phone flashlights are okay, but usually a a flashlight that's really designed to add extra lights is, is really the best. You always carry a small little mag light and that has always helped out. Yep. And it's something I can just keep in my pocket and use when I need it to. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty convenient. It is. And of course, again, if you're the seller, keeping the walkways nice and clear from ice and snow, I'll sprinkle some salt down, whatever, and uh, driveways plowed. If we can't get to your house, we're it's, not going to be able to show it. Yeah, it's going to make it very, very hard. Yeah. Or if you're having someone plow the driveway, make sure with the, the piles of snow are moved off to the side so that way all the doors are easily accessible and that the snow doesn't get piled up in front of those doors. And of course, the buyers, just be careful where you're walking. I know we're all excited to look at the house and get in, but still dangerous. Mm -hmm. We always say walk like a penguin. We're not going to demonstrate that on video tonight, though. No, we're not. Okay. So that's about it. So those are just some quick tips for the buyers and sellers in the mm -hmm. wintertime. It is a really good time to list. It really is. And it's a really good time to go out and buy and look at the houses. And as always, you know, if we haven't hit up on, on a question that you may have as far as a listing side or a buying side, you can always send us a comment here and... All of the other social media Yeah, all outlets. the social media outlets that we have. And we, we enjoy the Facebook. We do. And that's really the best, I would say the best way to get a hold of us. Although, you know, we do do the email. We do respond pretty quickly to that. But the Facebook is always, it's always up whenever we're in the office or near a computer. We always have that up and, and going. So that way, if someone does have a question, we can respond to them almost instantaneously. And of course, your cell phone is text friendly. It is. It is very much text friendly. So, you know, feel free to send me a text. Um, we're doing something we we're going to take care of our clients and our family first and then we'll get get to you and that way uh, you know we don't ever want to feel like someone has been lost in the shuffle right we have a couple events around the area unless there's something you want to keep going with no i think we're we're good there 
Okay. So we've got uh, Powers Bluff is opening. Saw that on the Wood County Parks and Recreation feed. It's always a good time there. I think that's where we do the tubing. Tubing, yeah. I, okay. I, don't, I think there might be some cross-country skiing and other... And some downhill skiing. I remember taking mm-hmm. the boys there once and we did tubing. I think it was Powers Bluff. It's wherever they told me that they wanted to go. It's also really cool because I'm a amateur radio operator and there's a really big tower on the top of the bluff. So it's kind of quirky for me. So Powers Bluff will be opening soon. Uh, more information on that. Check out the Wood County Parks and Recreation outlets. Um, Alexander House on Friday and Sunday, and then again a couple times during next week. Diane Ritter and I believe Paul as well, Ritter. They're going to be doing quilts and ceramics Ooh, each of the days at 1 p.m. Okay. The Performing Arts Center on Friday, 7.30 p.m. is going to be Steely Dan. I know that's been on the radio. Yes, and I've heard from the PAC, the gal who's in charge of getting the groups in, she said this is an an awesome group to come see. So if you're a big fan, she said you're definitely going to get your money's worth out of this one. Right here in Little Wisconsin Rapids. Mm -hmm. And then we also have the Cultural Center, too. They are having a Dogs in Art show put on. So that opened up tonight, and so I believe it's running over the weekend as well. Excellent. Mm -hmm. The Lake Sherwood Fishery. Is on Saturday from 8 to 4. That's down at the lakes in Rome. And Saturday from 9 to noon, we've got Ruby's, uh, Ruby's Pantry. It's the Rural Food Bank. That's over at the Boys and Girls Club on 17th Street. Yeah. So at 9 to noon on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that's about it. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. It's been fun. And next week we'll have some really awesome topics to discuss. Yes, some big things are in the works. Some very big things are in the works. (laughs) We don't want to tease everybody, do we? No, we don't. So we are on all the social media outlets, like I said. We got the Facebook. We got the podcast here. I'm going to get a little bit heavier into the YouTube this year. So take a look at that. I'm going to be um, kind of multicasting some stuff, too. We might do some live stuff on Facebook, some live stuff on YouTube. And I also have Instagram that I keep up with. Well, we talked about doing a little segment on storage ideas so that would be something that we could do do live yep that'll be kind of close to a spring cleaning getting everything cleaned out and stored away so i should get the laundry room finished off so that way we can use that as our example we could we could i think all the kids are back from their long-term vacation stuff so we get the kids involved too oh yes yes i love getting the kids involved see a lot of exciting more things to come so I just wanted, you know, to thank everyone for, for listening and watching. And you guys have a great Central Wisconsin Day, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.